Right. Uh, <laughs> hello and welcome to the Top Red Podcast with me, Dave. Joining me on this borderline December evening is Blaine and Shane. How's it going? Going very cold, Dave. Very, very cold. Going. How's it going for you, Shane? Also cold in Ireland. I was like, borderline December, what are you on about? And I suppose it's 29th of November. So It was, it was um, less cold in France. We kind of came back over here and just kind of froze as soon as we got over here. Um, what was it in France? What was the temperature? Um, I think it was about four-ish. So it wasn't oh, like... Wow. <laughs> Scorching. Very um, tropical. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was like, it wasn't as bitter as over here. Like, came back over you could feel it a lot more. Um, plus, I think we got through like 50,000 steps in like three days, something like that. So that probably helped. Um, but yeah, so we're coming at you after Liverpool's 1 1 draw at the Etihad over the weekend. I didn't watch the game, I've only seen highlights. So, Jane, I'll go to you first. What's your not takeaway, but kind of what's, what's the vibe coming out of that? Uh, good vibe overall, I'd say. Um, Maybe it's a little bit coloured by the result, because um, the the narrative seemed to be, but with like XG and then people chatting generally said that City were the better team, and they probably were. But um, I think even in the group chat during the game, I think maybe we had our expectations low, but uh, I think we were we were saying that like throughout the game is like, oh yeah, look, we're we're one nil down, but still in it and we've a much stronger bench and maybe that'll come into play and I guess it did in the end which was which was nice so um, yeah overall the, the vibes are good especially nicking a late goal and, and surviving um, I'd like to think it's the same with Blaine but he can tell us yeah so how are you feeling then Blaine are you, ah, um, are you, are you more Blaine. sold on our title credentials or are you still no, no I'm not because Obviously, as I said before, I think it had very little impact. And as it was told, it had very little impact because it was a 1-1 draw, which uh, didn't really tell us much, did it? You know, after the game. I think when the game was, just after the international break, at 12.30, I think at the end you saw both managers probably just wanted it to end. I think with Guardiola's reaction to the uh, eight minutes going up and the subs clock makes where it's 1-1. Yeah, kind of a get in, get out job from both, I think, in the end. Yeah, so I think the the main um, takeaway after after the game was obviously Allison getting injured for some reason, trying to travel a clearance. Um, uh, well, a bit on the arse between Tottenham Liverpool going to the next, I think, three games with. But well, presumably Callagher in goal. So, and we've also got Jota, um, who's out for a while, which means that Blaine's gonna have to suffer through Diaz for the next. <laughs> well, for oh, the foreseeable. <laughs> so yeah, the, the left hand side is um, kind of getting dragged down to bare bones this season through injury. Um, but it was actually nice for once. One of the highlights was obviously the goal. Um, it was nice to actually see Ellen Harland have missed a big chance, like kind of bite him in the arse. Um, 
it was obviously a great team from Allison and then Graven Bears with the with the run up to up, up the pitch. Gakpo drags is it Bernardo, I think. Oh, well, yeah. Space. yeah. For um creates the space for Trent to then hell of a finish in the bottom corner. To be fair, judging by the reaction on my timeline, because I was kind of watching it through the WhatsApp group and my timeline, I was just kind of lying on the bed in the hotel. Um, I thought it was like some kind of scream. Oh, don't get me wrong, it's a great finish, but <laughs> I, I thought it was a lot better than what it was. Um, I refused to watch it until full time, just because I didn't really want to get me hopes up. <laughs> you, were, you, were like, you were like me, so, Dave, because... Uh... I had watching on I watching on Poxy Now TV, so I'm always a minute behind if anyone's watching on like satellite or whatever. But um I've had I don't know how many goals scored for me over the years or spoiled for me over the years with with now and streams and things like that. But I specifically went on to the WhatsApp group, because uh, I, I don't know if you remember Blaine uh, Liverpool were on the break right before that. And it's actually Diaz carrying it up the left and someone yeah. yeah, someone had broken through the middle, like clear. And all Diaz had to do was was lift it, just like just lift it into like running on space, and someone was in, and he he messed up the pass and that. And I went on the WhatsApp specifically to fucking bitch about. I'm like, what the fuck, Diaz? Because I don't think he'd, he'd he'd come on, but not much was happening. He'd yeah, I think yeah, I, I can't remember now. He, he had to open. It's kind of like the pass he paid paid for the, the equalizer, but he just had to open his body up and, and yeah, do any box. Sal is in, isn't he? He's just Sal is in. Yeah. Just, it's not even a tough ball. It's a simple ball and he's in. But, yeah. I haven't even seen it back, but I, I remember I was annoyed enough to, to turn to WhatsApp and just be like, could we could we just play a final pass, please, or something like that? And I just see Josh and Blaine like, what a goal. What a fucking goal. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> but like, it was the fucking, that, like, what a fucking goal, because I was like... I, 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 I can't remember if I was like nervous or what because I'm watching City go up the other end after we've watched that clear. I'm like oh shit and City like work really well isn't it Doku just skins Mata Bertrand and he just pulls it back to Haaland and Haaland blocks it and I'm like oh god they, they said that like 90 seconds ago so I don't know I was like is it just going to rebound again and then I watched Liverpool play it up the pitch and yeah Trent really nice finish so didn't really get to celebrate it organically I probably would have celebrated quite hard because you know it's just a uh, a big game and backs are up against the wall kind of thing, but yeah, still a still a great goal. But I had the best moment of the match. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I did see. Um, I did see somebody um, claiming that's just going to be justification that Trent never plays as kind of an orthodox right back ever again. So is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? We're gonna to have to so, suffer yeah, through these. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say that? I don't remember saying it, but it sounds like me. No, I, I, it was somebody. It might have been you. It was on Twitter. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a great finish by him. To be fair, he has a bit of a knack. He, he scored a couple of times in the last couple of years, hasn't he, against them? Um, that's it's a hell of a finish, and he's probably the player that you want us to do. One thing that came out of it was I don't think Curtis Jones was too impressive. You guys could speak a bit no, more. No, no, he wasn't. It was, it was kind of a funny thing because he was, and it's tough because it's his first league game in a month and a half. But um, he had some like not great moments, but also just the role he was playing. I thought he still gave a lot of value and good things to the team. Like you know, there's the. Is the little clip that uh, the official club account posted where it's like, as seen on inside training, you know, where Liverpool pass it out, like, yeah, yeah, win it back and pass it very quickly. And then it ends 
clip ends with its Jones turn really nicely away from Rodri um, and gets us out. And there was like a few instances of that where, because I've seen people say like, oh, like it was kind of a boring game by by Liverpool City standards. And I, I guess you could say it was. We're because now the whole world is playing Pep's version of football, whereas the old games between these teams, it was kind of Klopp's vision of football where it's a bit open ended and chaotic and that's it with us and that allowed us to get the better of them and I was thinking, oh, we're just playing their game, we're on a fucking hiding to nothing and it actually worked out okay in the end despite them having I think they had better chances like led to XG and stuff like that. But I think we also had like we had lots of good play, I think, in the first half of like working it through them and and stuff like that. But Jones what was a part of that. The, the, like the stuff that got shown on match today was like his kind of hairy back pass to, to Allison and he had some other moments where he lost it, but it just wasn't like as seamless as the performances he'd had in the league to date. But ju- just playing that role of helping keep the ball and giving legs and stuff like that. Um I, I thought he was still good. I, I don't know if Blaine agrees with that, but I, I thought he was like he still gave lots. He just had some moments that weren't so good as well. He just looked like he hadn't played football in a month, which is kind of what's happened, hasn't it, really? It, whereas uh, not the best he, game he to played, bring him back in either, is yeah. it? He played in the cups, hadn't he? But even if it, I, I still, I said I wanted him in, like you know, because I thought he was he's important. I think he still he still showed it, and then it helped that like McAllister as well had like a really good game. Um, uh, and I kind of with Jones, I think the problem was like a couple of times he had it where obviously. We kind of have him in there to kind of retain the ball and, uh, and keep like maybe a cool edge. But there's a few times the game opened up where you thought we could break, and he ends up going backwards and not choosing that pass on. Yeah, which is a bit like that that clip. It's specifically what he does in that one where the, the game's there for him to open up, but he ends up turning backwards and, and passing back to Dimicas. I think. Um, so I think that were a bit kind of maybe annoyed a few people, but overall it wasn't. Wasn't his best game, but it wasn't a stinker or anything. He was just just seemed a bit rusty to me. And there was you saw the kind of media contrast then for the actual goal with Grav Gravenberg, where he Gravenberg like kind of carries it a bit past Rodri, and then just kind of keeps going. Whereas you think Jones might have burst past him, and then maybe turned and and squared it or something like that. Whereas Gravenberg, yeah. kind of more naturally attacking midfielder, his instinct was, oh, I've got past Rodri and. He didn't kind of try and run across Rodri either. He was a bit. He was still a bit smart with it. He just laid it off to Diaz, and and then Diaz squares it, and that comes for the goal. But like, that was kind of the maybe, and, and that's why Gravenberg was a nice sub to have. It was like, yeah, if we're chasing the game. City aren't aren't going to sit in, even if they're if we can somehow if we're able to get the ball off them, and, and even if they have the lead, you know, there'll still be a bit of space. And and Gravenberg then had the he has the ability to beat people, and he has the legs then to to run past. So that was kind of like the. The contrast, but it was probably Tabasli who had the. I thought he was decent, but he was. I, I was hoping it would be like kind of a breakout showcase game for him, and it wasn't really. And then he got like subbed as well, which I was kind of questioning because I, I think Gakpo, you know, Gakpo plays his part in the in the goal without touching the ball. But I thought I'm not. I'm not I think this Gakpo sub is a bit unnecessary. I think we were okay as we were, but um, yeah, it. Uh, I, I thought Tabasli was like probably the quietest of the midfielders. I won't say disappointing, but. Um, I thought McAllister was really good, kind of in, in and out of possession. He only had like one spell, I think, midway or late in the second half, where Daku kind of ran past him and he he lost it once or twice. But overall, I thought it was like a a really strong game for him. And, and as I've kind of said with him, like if he has a good game or if he's not like getting breezed by, if he's not like if he's if he's tidy with the ball, that kind of there's very few other weaknesses in the team, and that allows us to compete at a high level and even against like the very best teams. 
Yeah, so I'm just looking at the um, kind of the, the shots in the game um, through stats, Bob. So there was only one, two, three. So there was only five shots that registered above 0.15 xG. Um, only one of them were for Liverpool, mind you, but most of them were 0.17 or below. Um, and the only one that was on target was Haaland's goal and the one that was saved before the Trent goal. So, in terms of any massive opportunities, I think we seem to limit them, at least on paper anyway. Um, so, that is good. I mean, Doku um, seems to cause a lot of issues. I mean... Again, not, I'm, against, I'm, I'm, not against Trent, weirdly. Do you remember we were saying where I think everyone was dreading him up against Trent? But was that because Trent wasn't there and he was one on one against the centre back? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he did breeze across, across Matip a couple of times. There was a thing as well that he like he had like 12 or 15 dribbles, something that like didn't make sense. But then when you watched it back, it's already making you question how those stats are actually recorded because sometimes it was it was kind of just him like he was just kind of run alongside someone and maybe he'd get like a pass up, but he wasn't necessarily beating them. Or whatever he he was like a huge outlet for them, but I thought actually Trent overall did well in his when he was there. He did well in his one on ones, uh, and it was probably because because it was the last season or last was last week or the week before I was listening to, you, and Josh kind of made the point that Trent hadn't had a good ninety minutes all season. I think maybe this was the first time, and then he was also saying for that was because of that he wouldn't start Trent, and then of course Trent like had that good game. Oh yeah, uh, yeah he had the goals. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we, we we haven't we haven't pulled Josh up on that yet. So here it is. I remember, but um, <laughs> yeah, he uh, Doc Doku was like a constant outlet, but also not like tearing anyone apart. He was just kind of getting it and carrying it into the box and then laying it, and that was creating their chances. Like they they definitely did have the the better chances. We maybe had a couple of instances where it it, it didn't turn into a big chance because Nunes there was that one in the first half where he's kind of in, but he just has to get it out of his feet and get a shot up, and he doesn't, and then Haaland in like the exact same mirror position on the pitch get, gets the goal. I, I don't know if you had like, because obviously you didn't, you, you didn't see the goal, Dave, you, or you didn't see like the game, you only had the highlights. So what did you make of the goal that we gave up for, for that big chance? It's just kind of, we, yeah, it, it, it's the problem we've had against City for a while is they kind of shooting themselves in the foot. But I guess the, um, the problem is that City kind of force you into making mistakes, but obviously the dominance, they, they push up the pitch so much and stuff like that, so I don't think it's as simple as as just cutting out the silly errors. Um, but yeah, it, it is what it is, and Haaland's Haaland, isn't he? That was the one, like, the best chance of the game for them. Do you and think he took it. should have saved it? Yeah. If, yeah. if get, getting the risk to it like he has, because it's not like Haaland's kind of he's always going to get a decent amount of power on it, but like compared to how he can hit it, it's maybe just how early he takes it and then it gets like okay power into it. But having got that much of a hand on it, Allison would probably be annoyed himself not to have kept it out. But even though he like, I don't really blame him for like messing up the clearance because he's trying to release Salah and it just doesn't come off. But as soon as it went up in the air like that, I was like, oh shit, don't switch off, you know? Because it's like, do you know when it's like normal play and it's like, okay, we have the ball, we'll attack, now you attack, now we counterattack. But I was really worried when it gets into like one of those broken phases we're trying to counterattack off a set piece and people are in like weird positions, you know. Um, 
and I was worried as soon as he messed up. I was like, oh, just stay switched on because it reminded me of the, I think it was, I think it was like a second phase of a set piece as well. Do you remember the Gabriel Jesus goal at that same yeah. end uh, yeah. in the two-two, and it was like that. It was just like second phase, kind of be alert. And um, I haven't watched it a couple of times now. Like, like Trent and Sabasly aren't great. Uh, I, I, I maybe more Sabasly. It's that thing I'm always saying where. He's he's a midfielder, but he's kind of attacking midfielder. He kind of he kind of cheats with his pressing. You know, he's trying to take the aggressive angle, and if he can nick it, then he can run off with it. But he just he's probably not expecting Ake to be that like fleet footed, and he Ake just kind of dances between them. But but then still from there, I think like why has Haaland got so much space? Like I think Van Dijk is worried about Alvarez is like kind of further out. But I think like maybe Matip has to tuck in more, or Van Dijk just has to has to sense the danger a bit quicker because it, it was just such a soft goal, you know, like with how well we'd been, I won't say we were on top at that stage, but we were well in it. And just to kind of give up such a soft goal like that, I thought it was like kind of poor. I thought Van Dyke was decent otherwise, but I thought he was, if I had to blame someone the most for that goal, I'd, I'd maybe blame him as much of, if not more than Allison, because just like, why does he have so much time there? Yeah, so I'm I'm just looking, we were talking about um Docu's dribbles and stuff before. So stats bomb defined them as take ons, the other dribbles. Um so they give him twelve dribbles of well, twelve take ons, sorry, of um seventeen attempted, so about seventy percent. He had nearly twice as many touches as Phil Foden. Um oh no, sorry, not nearly as twice. So Phil Foden had forty eight, Docker had seventy one, so they were funneling the ball up to Docker as much as possible. Um and he nearly had double as many touches as any City player in the attack and penalty area. So unless we were kind of willing for them to get Dockham on the ball and kind of um, kind of trying to defend the cutbacks more, um, you know, I, I don't think we, we seem to do a very good job. But Haaland also had eight touches in the penalty box as well, which isn't the best. Um, um, from a Liverpool perspective, though, as you, you were saying, Shane, in terms of... McAllister getting on the ball and stuff. McAllister had 56 touches to Sobersley. Obviously, Sobersley played 72 minutes, so McAllister played 12 more. Um, but McAllister had 20 or so more touches of the ball than Sobersley. And well, Jones went off earlier as well. So Jones would have had a bit more, but it's good to see McAllister actually getting on the ball that much. Because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but at times he has had that tendency to give away the ball. A bit cheaply, that kind of Thiago like tendency where yeah. you don't mind him being on the ball, but he kind of does cost you at times. He needs to pass more like a six, just take care of it better rather than like yeah. an, 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 an aggro number eight who can like, uh, I'll try this true ball, and if it doesn't come off, there's like, we've got two lines behind us. Like, no, if I give this away, there's only, I, I can be letting someone run at our defense kind of thing. And I think generally he does do that. I think it's just. Sometimes he's not even like trying to play true ball. He can just be a little bit careless with it, which is like the one thing he can't really afford to be because he yeah. doesn't I mean, have that. He's the only one. He's done it a few times as well this season. Oh yeah, um, Simicast didn't. Uh, we were saying we're playing. I thought Simicast was was good overall. He, uh, I think he might have had one moment where he gave it away, but other than that, he he kind of competed well physically. Uh, I said they were kind of going down the other side a bit, but. Um, it, it kind of because there's actually a few moments throughout the game where I thought I showed how well we compete with them physically because they have become under like on on the on the down low city have become such a big physical team. But if you remember that Jones and Allison back pass moment, uh, 
and Allison has to like slice it clear and like Simic and then Simicast and Foden go run for it and Simicast like shoulders Foden off of it and then is able to get out that way. And then there was a moment where Trent had the shoulder, was it Doku or Hallen in the first half, kinda near the touchline and McAllister had a couple of those as well where you just had to like put a shoulder in to to win a matchup that you might not expect them to and, and, and it worked like so I thought it showed that despite maybe they have some bigger players in some positions, but the team was able to compete physically with them as much as having to, to out try and outpass them uh, and all that stuff and then give the the front three a, a platform to, to create from. Yeah, my my um my well one of my biggest question marks anyway going into the game was Matip starting. Um and by the sounds of things he was he was pretty good. Um everyone's talking about giving him a new contract now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, don't get. I think if if he's capable of playing well in these games, then I I I would have him as the starter. I'd have my other Canate at the minute because I just I think would. he he gives us so much on the ball. Um, and he he is thirty two. <laughs> like he's not too old, but I guess there's the kind of the defensive, not the defensive. Sorry, the physical frailties that come with Matip as well. Um, that. I don't know, could come to bite us, but I don't know. I mean, would you be averse to giving them another year or would you wait a bit longer? Um, I, I give them another year. Well, depends because I still think we need to buy someone. So if you if it's going to stop us buying someone, then I wouldn't. But I don't see the problem of buying someone and also giving him another year, if that makes sense. Do we need to buy someone now, though, with, with Kwanzaa? Is it not like more ideal to give him... Well, if, 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 if if he'll take a one year extension, you know if he's if he if he has a if he has a Thiago final year where he's injured all season, <laughs> we'll say ah well. But at least he might be around the training ground a bit, and like you're giving Quanza one more year to bend because Quanza like does look fucking legit, and maybe not like legit enough to have come in yesterday. But even though he has played away at Newcastle and Chelsea and done fine, but um. Yeah, I, I don't think there is the need to buy someone now. Maybe that's just typical me. Like, I don't think we need to solve it. But um, well, it, it, your other options are what Gomez? Are you, how confident are you with Gomez at centre back? Um, and then if I you mean, don't buy one this year, you're still probably going to have to buy one next summer. The summer after, sorry. Uh, either way, because Van Dijk's only going to get a year older. Kanata's injury prone. Gomez still isn't, you know. 100% over on the winning people over at playing at centre back. And then Fonsu, what, he's started one league game, I think, so far. No, you know, he's played well, but he's only started one Premier League game. If there's someone obvious on the market, like maybe we could have gone and got Van de Ven because um, he looked pretty good before his hamstring exploded. But um, if there's like an obvious get in the market, then. Yeah, maybe I I can see the point of like, especially someone who's durable, because like, it is like a fucking job sharing thing with Gomez and Matip and Kanata. You never know which one and of them is, is going to have an injury. There's enough games there as well to get through that many centre backs. Really, you look at a, a lot of teams have a lot of centre backs, don't they? Really, no, it's a lot. But the city, a fucking eight of yeah, them, yeah. whatever they have now, and they play four of them in a game. But so if you're going to give him a one year deal where he's not playing too much, but he's there, I think that's fine. The um, fact that all the centre backs suddenly look way better again this season with a midfield that can run, um, I, I don't like you know, I think that can't be kind of discounted either. Like, they all Matip's career looked finished last season, Gomez's career looked finished last season, Kanate 
was was like still generally good, but not always reliable fitness wise. You're like, Jesus, yeah, the, the center halves really do need surgery this season. It wasn't done. People were saying, oh, we missed a chance there. But like the fact that they all look bit better and Kwanzaa could come on, I wouldn't make it a priority. Um, so to answer Dave's question, I, I would be up for, if Maddox maintains this level, I'd be up for giving him like an, maybe a year um, if, he, if, he, if he would take that and see if Kwanzaa makes a leap. And if Kwanzaa does, like, Maybe have Kwanzaa and Van Dijk then as like a partnership for the next three years. Like Knatt able to be there as well if he stays fit. But I mean, I I was saying in in the group chat over the summer that Costello Lukiva who's gone to RB Leipzig was my kind of one. Um, maybe if we manage to give Massive another year, then we could look at him the year after. Would maybe be my thinking, but it it is just more, I guess. Who is available at the time? Um, it'll be available. And we're getting linked with uh, someone from Nice. Uh, Tadebo, is it? Couldn't tell you. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was assuming it's Tadebo. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with yeah. Yeah, in fairness, I haven't watched too much of them, so I can't really comment. Um, well, they just grow on they grow on trees over in France, don't they? Fucking elite centre half. He went over to Barcelona when he was young. Um, didn't quite cut the mustard, I don't think, and then ended up at Nice, who have got one of the best defensive records in Europe this season. Um, all I know really is he's big, <laughs> he's massive, and that's about it really. Um, Sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess that 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 is part of what the the kind of centre halves and defenders that I love, just big, athletic. Kind of freaks of nature. After all, I'll, I'll I'll kind of take that if he takes them boxes. But um, yeah, no. I, I, as I said, I don't massive starter, so I guess at the minute I, I would lean to giving them a contract. But if we are looking at potentially giving Quanter a more prominent um, part in in the squad, then maybe we need to give him a bit more. More game time, more, more faith this season to kind of give him the I opportunity. Think it's, to... it's hard because I think we've had such a tough run in the league. Um, you can say we probably everyone's probably had a tough run by this stage, but there's not really been an opportunity to throw him in, has there? Really? Um, I think he's played all the cup games, hasn't he? Played all the cup games. No, he's not started all of them. No, I no, think he, he was injured. All, all the league cup games he started, hasn't he? He was in for one of the Europa League games, I think. So, yeah, and then he's played. He definitely played against um, Toulouse home and away, didn't he? So he's had a few, uh, probably as much as you'd want him to have, I guess, at this stage. Yeah, and and like there's no need to be throwing him into the league right yeah. now either, with with all the cup games that are still on, still on offer. Be I, I, I'd to like see to see him start against home. West Ham. I was about to say, yeah, like it'd be interesting to see if he if he gets West Ham. Um, well, I forgot about that game. He's yeah he's 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 risen to every challenge where it's says point like I'm like okay yeah let's see what like West Ham I think West Ham at home in the club quarter final would be like uh, a good test he'll come up against some some decent forwards on that night as well but um, yeah he's kind of the he, like I said no one kind of saw him coming and now Van now Klopp is saying like is calling him Van Dyke 2.0 reloaded because he had to say it twice so that the reporter would get the joke but. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Adrian, like Rocky, you know what I mean? That would have <laughs> <nice> <laughs> Yeah, he's like your dad, and he has to like really drive home the punchline, you know. <laughs> Just get squeeze all the juice out of it, leave leave nothing on the table. Um 
But yeah, uh, speaking of leaving nothing on the table, uh, Blaine, what do you think of Nunez as usual? Kind of got a bit of attention for for his performance. Gary Neville was not unreasonably kind of saying as usual he needs to be more clinical with his touches and and it's kind of him and Haaland. That's like the difference of those two chances that they both had. And, one scores and one doesn't. Hearing somebody to Erlen Haaland is a fucking nonsense, though, isn't it, really? It but is, yeah. Even though we were all doing it last summer. <laughs> but it was, he, he didn't have a bad performance. I think it was like pretty much everyone else on the pitch was a bit, just a bit quiet. Um, he, he had a few opportunities to maybe make more of, of certain chances he had, but nothing. I mean, the one everyone looked at and the one never went big over. He had like three plays around him. He could take a better touch, granted. But it's not as comparable where a Haaland's in acres of space because the centre backs are separated, whereas he has three yeah. players around. He has to, and he has to be perfect in that scenario to score, really. Um, yeah, he, could and, do and he would have. Nunes would have got a shot off if you gave him Haaland's chance. He yeah, would have yeah. got a shot off. Maybe his, maybe his touch and shot wouldn't have been like as, uh, as clean, you know, like because Haaland is just so insanely efficient sometimes in those positions, but. Uh, we yeah, didn't really I, make I, many massive chances for him. Everyone that he had were kind of, I think Sabozlai played one where he was just too wide, and then he played another one. I think Salah played one where Diaz and him made the same run, and again, we were just too narrow to really actually ever score. It's his movement and pace as well that makes those chances. You know, the header as yeah. well, like the uh, and and his as you've been saying, Dave, his his build up has made his all round kind of build up play has made enough of a leap this season. There's still times I think where he. He has a tendency to kill moves dead because he a touch goes awry or he like I, he is like he does still stick out like a sore thumb sometimes you know like the just like the the choices and and kind of the way he sees the game or doesn't sometimes but then he'll be so fast and strong that he'll he'll also like create chances where like like you know like you said the Sabazle one where he he sends them too narrow like. He he kind of makes it into a shot, even though it's not a great one. His his yeah. ability to kind of cover up allows him to get a shot up in that position. Whereas for most other players, they're having to maybe maybe it's a smarter move to just take it out wide and try and rebuild. But um, but I still uh, think um, like the Har- the Harlan comparison. I mean Harlan, when you just watch him, he's just that good. He's just unreal. I mean the amount of times he just makes a run and he just seems to. Not want to pick him out when he's pretty much through on goal, just insane. It's it would drive mad, me a bit mad. It would like, you like frustrating me to the point where to, you'd love to coach them for one game, wouldn't you? And you just tell them every just time he makes a run, <laughs> like every time he makes a run, just play him in and like watch him get like 10 big chances in a game. And maybe then like Pep would hate that because not all the true balls are going to come off and then the ball is going to come back at you quickly. That's why they don't play him in, but. It is like he just never stops, doesn't he? Like even though he never get touches, like he looks, he just the way he moves. That's all he has to do. That's the thing that that is like his job. That that's all he has to do is is run. And my my take when we signed Nunez was he's a better all round player than Haaland. Obviously, you would obviously take Haaland over Nunez, but you can't play Haaland wide. I, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> he is a better all-round footballer than Haaland is, but Haaland is a, a freak much, much better striker. Haaland just a freak in one yeah, specific I, thing. Which I is, think his build-up play is underrated as well, though. Haaland, he he can take it in really he, nicely. I think he, he's very old school. Goal. Yeah, he, he can lay it off. He's not he's not kind of assisting much though. I, th- I think he, assists, he kind of does get his like 
all City players get these kind of square yeah. opportunities across the box. I think didn't he, he did one in the was it the derby for Foden when he was on Hatcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just yeah, I've, I've done that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, he, he is. He's he's not a freak. But come on, come on, Shane. What were you gonna say? Oh no, I just said he's like Niall Quinn. That's one for the kids listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, what happens now, Quinn? He used to be on all Sky Sports coverage. Uh, used to do all like the com- call commentary and all that sort of stuff. And then what's happened to him? I quite like that. To be fair, he was quite mild man. He was like the city <laughs> man, wasn't he, for a while when they didn't have like anyone else. He was, was he like, was Niall Quinn Arsenal as well? Oh my, he was. Yeah. I think he was. Yeah, he played for Arsenal and Man City. Yeah, he played for Arsenal and Man City, and then during the summers he would go back to. To Dublin, and he'd play like GA football matches in front of seventy thousand people. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you're right. And he was he was on TV for a while. He was a city guy, and then I guess he's the Sunderland guy. I don't know what he's doing now. I'm looking him up. Uh, oh yeah, he was he was chairman of Sunderland, and then yeah, he's kind of been been out of the thing. But you say that like because everybody kind of think, oh yeah, he's nice and he, he's, he's mild mannered. So of course, Eamon Dunphy called him a creep. <laughs> And a, and, a, and a Mother Teresa. Because <laughs> I think I think maybe because because oh, Quinn once said something bad about Roy Keane or like he said Roy Keane wasn't very polite or something. So of course Eamon Dunphy had to call him a creep. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I I quite like now Quinn. I mean, I it's, it's, it's a lot better than the commentary we're getting now. Like, did any of you watch the you like the match tonight? Oh my god. Oh, Robbie Savage and Rio. Robbie Savage and Rio Ferdinand. Fucking hell. When's that come about? Because he can't can't commentate on fucking derby games, can he? The fucking washed up prick. Did he play for United, Robbie Savage? He was when he was a kid, yeah, but I don't think he. He was was like the class of 92 that got left behind in the fucking petrol station. Like. Robbie Savage. Yeah, he never played a league game for them, but he he was on the books. And his kid played for them, didn't he? So, yeah. I mean, and they, had and they had on just to celebrate goals, essentially. He didn't add any, and he, he was saying stuff like, "Oh, this is great," and then they cut that just to normal commentary, and then he celebrated <laughs> goal. It was no, nothing. I, 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 I didn't know analysis. I heard it a little bit, and there was like at one point, I think, because he was saying, "You know, you need to." Was he saying, "You know, you need to keep the ball," or "You know, you need to"? It was like. Oh please, you know what I mean? I'm like, why am I here to come there? Please, I don't like. But it was, do you know, what? it was still nothing compared to if he caught the night before Newcastle and uh, PSG oh, and fucking Fletch and uh, McCoy. Yeah, McCoy. Like McCoy's normally love, but Fletch and McCoy's just like ultimate crying it in for the British team. Like, do you know, it's just like, ah, uh, like yeah, just unbearable fucking shite and. And I was I was live for Newcastle getting absolutely robbed like that. So, um, yeah, I know. But you always think like you always think Sky's commentary is annoying. You know, like Neville and Carragher becoming more prominent and like not even like saying things, just going like oh, you know, like all that fucking shit. And then and then you hear then you hear BT and you're like fucking hell. I actually do miss the days. And I I do miss the days when Sky had a fucking monopoly because they've been nothing but a fucking pox in the game. Since they since they ended it, do you remember early days BT when it was Michael Owen was the main goal? Oh, there? Michael Owen! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and we, how many years have we lived through Maca and Fletch? And There's no good combination on BT though, is it? Because you either get Rio, uh, McCoy's is all right to be fair, but you get Jermaine Genus, who's terrible, oh, Rio Ferdinand, oh, who's yeah. terrible, McManaman, who's Hard terrible. Reeves. 
Hargreaves. I mean, I mean, you go back in the studio, and Paul Scholes just looks like he just wants to be anywhere but in the studio. <laughs> I don't know when uh, to get Paul Scholes in. They have Ian Dark though. I was, I was kind of like Ian Dark as a yeah, commentator, but he's on all the foreign stuff, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he like, just like, kind like, of... like he was a Sky Sports. He, he'd get like the if there was the Champions League like lineup of games, he was getting fucking Shakhtar Donetsk and Braga, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. uh, just because he's a boxing commentator or whatever, but getting sense of fucking war yeah. zones. <laughs> I used to hear he was the um, referee they used to have on BT Sport as well. They got rid of him. Oh, yeah, that's he, fucking. He just used to agree with every decision that was he's made. A yeah, that's he's a Walton. Yeah, I think got rid of him. I felt. I don't think I've heard him this season. I don't know. Who I don't or even no. remember how long ago did he referee? Because I don't even remember him refereeing. Struggle to remember him refereeing as well. I recognise the head of him, but. Um, not as he's not as blockbuster as Dino over on Sky Sport, is he? Oh my God. Yeah, that um, did you did you see the the argument between him and um, Mason? Oh, fuck. Yeah, before you want to go I, off I, like a bottle of pop. I unironically love my Dean, and maybe it's just because we never had to see him do too many Liverpool games because he was he is he because he's from the area. He's oh, like the fan. Whoa, yeah. from the area. Whoa! Whoa! Sorry, oh, you're old. From the region, whatever. From the region, uh, I'll take the region. <laughs> actually, and funny, the only time I actually ever remember him uh, wrecking Liverpool game was the derby, wasn't it? And yeah, yeah. He he let fucking Ross Barkley absolutely mangle yeah. Henderson's ankle with a tackle, <laughs> and he's like, play on. But like, I I loved my team. I I thought he was fucking great ref, great entertainment, and he's just as funny now. Hey, I'll I, have I you know his one. son is a red. Oh yeah? Yeah, his son's a red. So, you know, before you carry on. That that was the um, that was the Everton. Um, I mean it doesn't seem to have any effect on the um I don't know why why couldn't he manage Liverpool uh, referee Liverpool games, but the oh, yeah, all, all of great yeah. Manchester can do United and City games, yeah. Liverpool fucking give me my team <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the ref goals we get then. They'd be, they'd be, you know, we just win every game just through VAR. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I didn't want to... I didn't want to... Um, <laughs> I didn't want to put Mike in a bad position, so um, I, I sent him off. We yeah, haven't... No. Was, speaking of refs, uh, there was the... I was going to say there wasn't much ref action in the game, but I guess there was like a mini controversy over like the Allison. Uh, the goat, the one that Allison dropped. Um, how how was that controversial to some people? He has his hand on his But thought it was when it happened, and I was watching it. I was kind of watch. I was kind of looking at it, and I was like, "Thank fuck the ref called it." Yeah, because uh, he wouldn't have overturned it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he was getting overturned either way. So I think the ref just kind of makes like because he sees the arm, and and it like you know just that's almost like an offense in itself. Um, but I, I I actually do still think Allison because I actually don't think Akanji puts, you know, no. he doesn't kind of he doesn't knock him in, in the air, which he obviously can't do, and he doesn't kind of tug at like his upper arm. He has the arm on the shoulder, and it probably did affect Allison. But I actually still thought Allison should have been stronger, and Allison made like that crucial save for that leads to our goal, but um, definitely not one of his. Remember uh, we had one. Um, I think you can see he did one against West Ham a few seasons ago. 
Where I'm sure it looked like a similar challenge on him. I think it like direct from a corner and someone. And, and it was a, it was a foul. It was barely one. Was a foul, but that one that one got given. I think I that think was barely. No, I'm sure it was West Ham. I remember. Uma, wouldn't it? Like they were just dropping balls. They were dropping balls on the front post, wouldn't they? Yeah, they put it in, and then I'm sure, it, like maybe Ogbonna or someone just jumped yeah, in. Yeah, I feel yeah. like those teams get a lot more leeway when it comes to that because the referees seem to think, ah, yeah, well, it's that's just the way they attack. It's their gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gonna, if, if I take this off them, they're never going to fucking. Score. Yeah, <laughs> as wrong as that is, I'm fairly certain that's how the referees. <laughs> Yeah, whereas City, like City doing it is a bit much. It's like, ah, here, come on, lads, you're... Yeah. Yeah. Lad, we let you get away with the tactical fouls because that's part of your gimmick, yeah. but fucking hell, come on. You're your old line here. But I, he, he didn't have a great game in possession either, Alison, and I was I don't know about you, Blaine, if you were getting flashbacks in the first half to the Anfield game where he just, like, kept kicking it to them and they oh, kept yeah. scoring. <laughs> uh, the 4-1 the in the empty stadium. But, um, yeah, he was... And I think City probably phoned in on it at this stage if they... You know, either that or it's some fucking coincidence that they keep they keep kind of drawing bad passes out of him. You um, wouldn't think that at some point you go, okay, Allison has a bad because he, he does. He has bad games with the ball up his feet sometimes. In in the event of this break emergency glass and break out something where we kind of pre-script a, a goal kick routine or some kind someone drops deeper or something like that to kind of take the pressure off him. Oh. He puts oh. pressure on himself, though. Cause yeah, he's I think so... he gets more confident the worse it gets. Like he's like, you know, yeah, he, 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 tries, he tries to calm it down, but yeah. he's 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 always done that. Even if you remember, like his his first few games for Liverpool, he like do you remember his, it was his it would have been his second game at Anfield where he like just chips the ball over Glenn Murray's head and then just lays it off, and we're like, oh fucking hell, this lad. And they're like, because before he came to us, as well, there was the. There was compilations of him, like you know, dragging the ball back. I don't know what yeah, you're doing. Cruyff turns and yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Cruyff turning in his own boxing. Yeah, you know, yeah, Minule yeah. has a hundred percent Cruyff turn record. Remember, he do them in slow motion, <laughs> and they'd always work. But um, <laughs> but Allison's always had the thing where he like he invites kind of pressure, and and then the very next week after he chipped it over Glenn Murray's head, he gets dispossessed at Leicester, and uh, they get a fucking goal out of it. But yeah, he's just always quite lax, and he's just not at Ederson's level. This is the only time I'll ever say this. He's not at Ederson's level in terms of ball playing. Um, Ederson always kind of draws the press pretty much perfectly. You know, even when it's like a hairy moment, like the the jot on the line moment, he's he kind of he still looks in control. Whereas Allison, it just feels like Allison like just doesn't see someone coming, and he's just like, dee, 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 I'm just gonna fucking knock this around. Well, that was the thing because you said Blaine or you said Dave Travella, where he kicks it for anyone who didn't see the game doesn't know what that means. You're just like. Slicing it with the outside of his boot, and then he gets a, a hamstring injury, and he's out now for a while. So, um, yeah, I guess step up Kelleher. We'll uh, we'll see what he can do. He's also pretty cool in possession, um, and, and yet to get yeah, caught further yeah, enough. You're quite worried, Dave, aren't you, about Kelleher uh, coming in and, uh, and playing these next few games? Is that right? He's just a hologram. He's not even a hologram. He's he doesn't move. <laughs> he was I mean, until I'm... recently. He was good, like. Like the overall body of his work as a Liverpool starter when he starts games is good, but he's yeah, for... recently he's not been good. <laughs> he, 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 no, he's he Pickford in a way, right? You know these small goalkeepers they excel when it's kind of close quarters and the balls hit, and they can like, react close to them and they can react. Anything kind of that he's got to set himself for. No, he's just he's no good. He, he 
it but, was like um, um, yeah, against yeah. Toulouse. Like he, he, he just may as well not have been there. May as well have just sat on his post, fucking playing the studs on the post. But, yeah, well, yeah, and of course the timing is such that. Uh, he's getting th- he's getting at least three league games because there's going to be a midweek midweek league game next uh, week. So, um, what, what was the report? Mean, we can't win those games without Alisson. What is the point of even playing? Yeah. Like, the way we play, though, like we are semi reliant oh, on. Come on, Dave. Sheffield United away, man. We we oh, we we oh, legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> We'd legitimately, without Alisson, have to adjust the way we play. I don't see why we don't. But, yeah, but I'm not saying we don't, but we can beat Sheffield United away with Keller in it, surely. Yeah, we can We can beat Sheffield United away, and we should be Fulham as well. It's Palace yeah, that I'm worried yeah, about. Yeah. You just nah, don't want to be giving we... away the same number of chances as we do with Alisson there. Cause yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, not even, it's not even the same like amount. It's, it's, the, it's like the quality, because that's what Ooh, he's not good at. Got. Who are you worried about at Palace House? Um, oh, Alice. Edward. Alice. Come on. Alice. Yeah. yeah, but you've got, you Especially know. Especially with the long shots, yeah. Yeah, but we've got our mate uh, Costa still locking up on left hand side there, so don't worry about that either. <laughs> you know what I mean, your boy, you know, he's so good. So he shouldn't be getting any shots away anyway. Like Costa's on the scene. Yeah, I'm um, not speaking, speaking of um, Palace as well, by the way, Eze went off injured over the weekend and I think Chick Decore, he's done his Achilles. So. Yeah, six months apparently, something like that. Yeah, so. Um... Imagine we bought it for 80 million. I <laughs> Achilles. And like, and like, everyone was like, not even the Achilles, but just imagine we had actually still bought him. For him. Yeah. And, and like, people were having to talk themselves into it. They were like, oh, yeah, it's a lot of money, but like, at least he'll fill the role. Do you know what I kind of think? <laughs> I was in. I was well that, that was the I thing, was. though, wasn't it? It was like just getting the body in for eighty million. It was just like we cannot not have someone. If, if anything, I because, right now. well, yeah, because we had. Win. Yeah, what was the final bid for Kaiseido from us? It was one hundred and ten, wasn't it? We won the blind yeah. auction and still didn't get the player. <laughs> but uh, but it was like it was like oh like because we were going to spend one hundred ten million if we get the core, we save him a new player and we save thirty million. <laughs> save money. <laughs> it's like what like what on earth like uh just yeah that was some summer <laughs> in the end but, well, we knew it was the one money in the end that we all should have been uh chasing because what a well, man he is he is unreal i love that man i, love I want some polinia and you sh- you guys I, are I, shit love him. Love him. I just love him what a man well here here's here's what i'll ask so and maybe maybe i probably can know the answer because i've been the hardest on McAllister, but if we'd had Palinia or Caicedo or even Decore, do you think we'd be many points better off than we are? Probably not, no. I don't yeah. I think that's because we've played quite well anyway. I mean, the, 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 the points we've dropped haven't been that reason, I'd say. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they would have got the game. Was... more control, maybe in like. Chelsea, uh, like actually, it was Chelsea away, wasn't it? Like the first game, and and like because that was such a fresh story as well. It was like, oh yeah, fucking hell, you can see why they wanted to spend the money. But um, like what Spurs away might have helped. Luton probably wouldn't have, and like obviously Wolves is McAllister's worst game. But well, we didn't drop points in Wolves either, though. That's no, no, we, we didn't. We did drop points in Newcastle as well. We probably could have done with them there, but yeah, but. 
We haven't dropped points in many games. That's why we're third. <laughs> but... <laughs> Usually, how it works. That's the uh, yeah, upside of this league. Yeah, we, we are we are extrapolating it over the season at the minute. Yeah. Well, after that draw, we're down. There's like 82 points we're on course to get, but we've got the hardest. We've got the hardest game of the season out the way, and uh, maybe if we if we're done with the city review. Uh, we can. We, we might only look one week ahead, but um, we have a fucking ton of games uh, in December as well, don't we? That's the other thing. But um, you just have the hardest game of the season out of the way. Yeah, City away. We've not gone to Brentford yet, mate. Oh, fucking! <laughs> you did you see the? Did you see the fucking state of Arsenal getting to go there? And they didn't. They don't have fucking Tony. They don't have fucking Rico Henry. Didn't have Jensen. Yeah, what a fucking. How they won that's... that is. Uh, yeah, that's the way they won it as well. Because that's something that is like us in nineteen twenty sort of performance. They just, just yeah. utter luck, and they win in the end. They had two yeah. played off the line. Ramsdale were just trying to like forgot what what he was doing multiple times, and they still won. <laughs> Give him the title now. <laughs> I only and it was to, Kai Havertz that scored as well. I know. Yeah. I only got to watch the first half, but the the Ramsdale performance was actually, <laughs> um, it was actually like must watch appointment TV. What it's like? What other? He's like he's throwing the ball like straight into the ground. <laughs> but but Andrew like yeah, but, just got up and just started applauding from from wherever he was watching. Yeah, <laughs> but but that you're right. But, you're right, though, because it's supposed to be one of the hardest games of the season. I was so raging watching them because I was like, you know, you're supposed to want to fucking die playing those lads. A <laughs> five under the lights, like you know, and they just don't have the weapons to to really to hurt fair, you. I I missed it. I watched the second half, and Brentford looked like the team who were going to win it. I mean, Arsenal's goal came out pretty much nothing. It was it was destined to be a draw that game, and then they get the, the late goal out with uh, pretty much nothing really, but. Yeah, I can't say I'm that annoyed with Arsenal. I just don't really see him winning it. I just don't know why. But I keep watching them be a bit average. Win. The thing um, about Arsenal for me is like, have they not clicked, or is is this them? And if it they, be, it must if be they them. haven't clicked, then they've kind of stumbled through the season so far and the top of the league. I think they've got a lot of. I think they've had a few games where they've had the rub of the green sort of thing, if I'm being honest. I think that the Chelsea and City game, particularly back-to-back, really on in another day could have been a loss to Chelsea and a draw to City, and we're sat here now with them being, what, four points or three points worse off. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, we, we created more against City. Like, quite literally, like, our expected goals was higher than Arsenal yeah. was Emirates. Like... Uh, they did win that game just through sheer luck. Um, and then the flip side is that they didn't give up as much to City either because their defence is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is kind of locked yeah, but, down. Like it, it's joined but, with City. But, and you say that affects their their ability to win games and like kind of print points against the the lower teams, which is like kind of how you get into contention for league and then maybe winning the big games is what swings it. But, um, I, I don't know. I think... I think we were kind of writing them off a little bit because the attack looks so fucking dead. But and you're right, Blaine. They've kind of got the rub of the green and they've poxed their way to a few results. But they've still got those results. And if they if the attack improves even that's a little bit, that, that's my. Yeah, that's yeah, my, they are looking I, very I, strong. 
I just see him going to in the next year going to Anfield, going to the Etihad and going to Old Trafford and just losing all them games. I just, I just, it's just what I see because it's just what Arsenal do. And then we'll be sat there in May and they'll probably finish second, five points off, and they just weren't good enough. I just don't see how... I don't see where they jump that up next level. When they come to Anfield, I expect us to beat them. Whereas when City comes to Anfield, I don't expect us to win. I think we well, can. I, win, I expect us to beat everybody at Anfield, though. I, I, I think don't that should be the bare minimum. Never, never expect us to beat City. Why not? That's the bare minimum. Expect, never expect us to beat. Not in terms of two teams going out. I never expect us to beat City. I think we can, but with Arsenal, I think we'll always. I think they'll always come to Anfield and, and get caught up in it. I think the Newcastle game were one. You didn't get caught up in it last season, though, until the Shaka trip. No, but that was they until did. They, they did. But and we weren't on top. No, no, but we weren't on top of them until Shaka started on Trent. That's what I'm I, saying. I get that, but that's. I mean, they literally had the season before they came. They were playing all right, and then the manager caused a massive scene, and the crowd got into it. and They got beats. So they had that living memory of it, and then sure, when they went for league. You'd think they'd learn the lesson at 2 0 up as well. And even then, they should have lost that. We wanted to create like nearly 5xg. You're battered. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I just think the crowd needs to be on it a bit more rather than having to wait for Xhaka to get yeah, into the face. I mean, all depressed last year. I mean, I would have pressed. No, but it was the season before. It only started when Arteta started kicking off. Yeah, but that one were a bit more. You kind of just expected Arsenal to turn up and we'd beat them four 0 I think that was we didn't really respect Arsenal at that point. Well, I didn't anyway. To be fair, like that wasn't that the performance that we beat them, we battered them. Yeah, we then, did. Yeah, and then, and then the headlines after the game was kind of like Spurs when they got beat by Chelsea of like, oh well, this is a different Arsenal team. They were resilient and all that stuff. Like this is the, this is the four 0 defeat of old. Yeah, why, why this season's hammering? Crazy. Wasn't it why this season's hammering gave us hope or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess in fairness, since then they've they had a two-two against us. Which no, it's, like an it's just result. it's just funny though, isn't it? Like it was, it was funny. It. But you're saying who's? Uh, it's always some. There's always someone who lights the lights the match for for uh, for the crowds. So it's like I was like, who's going to do it this season? Jack, are they going to leave Gabriel back in London? Like, <laughs> just to stop him doing it. But Havertz always has a little go against us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I watched against Newcastle. I just thought that is not a team that was going to win a league. That because they, they just didn't do anything at all. Again, you know, I'm, I'm caught on for my degree, but there is the upside there with them potentially. Mm. Like I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess I think I think when you look at the games, I think they've got a lot of. Tougher games, especially away from home. Like the the run at the end of the season is horrendous. By the way, their actual last few games, and they've got United at Old Trafford, second to last game of the season. Um, they've also got Tottenham away in the last five games of the season. So I just don't, I just don't see it with them. I mean, I I could be wrong. Think, you can't write them off though. I, I I don't think like you can still say oh City are clear favourites. Sure, didn't wasn't wasn't Opta had City like ninety three percent for the title like a couple of yeah. weeks ago still. And it's like, yeah, fair enough, because they are who they are. But I just think, um, you know, I, I think, like, I still back us to finish over Arsenal, but I also wouldn't be betting the house on it just because I need to see. Uh, yeah. Like I said, they get, they're getting the rub of the green, but that, that still needs to catch up with them. You might say it will, but if, like I said, if the defence remains as it is and the attack 
like clicks even a little bit more than you know they are like an eighty point plus team. Yeah, yeah. Easy, so. I'm not saying we'll finish above them. I actually don't think we will. I think they'll finish. I'm still a bit more. Ah, fuck off, I, think, <laughs> I think they're. I still think fuck they're a more suited team to win in the league than we. I just don't. I still can't see the us really. I don't know what why they're even talking about it. But uh, I just don't see them eclipsing City. That's my thing. Um, I'd actually, in a weird way, I'd back us to win the league more than Arsenal, but I still think we'll finish behind them. If that makes any sense. It doesn't, though. Well, it's not what we were saying weeks ago, isn't it? It was like Arsenal had the higher floor and we think we have the higher ceiling because of the attack. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah I, I agree with that. I mean, I've, I've been an Arsenal will finish above Liverpool kind of like um, the entirety of, of the season, I guess. But, um, yeah, but Liverpool aren't they, Dave? I mean, they are, but yeah, but it's. I'm. I'm not making like. And the manager, the freak, Dave. Oh yeah, I can't fucking stand the manager. And the left back, the freak, Dave. And the number six is a freak as well. Freak, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the uh, the the number nine's a fraud, and it's not about them for me, no. Keep rattling these off. <laughs> yeah, if you want. <laughs> They've not won a league um, in almost two decades. So yeah. Add all this up. They'll win the FA Cup and they'll be happy with it. That's your role now, Arsenal. Get on with it. Come on. Right. Um, speaking of Liverpool, um, <laughs> so we've got the Europa League, which hopefully should be a bit of a formality um, against Alaska. And then we've got um, Fulham. On the weekend, no. um, are we feeling confident in light of the injury news? I mean, that's how I'm feeling, isn't it? but it's a, it's these two o'clock are killing me, man. They're horrible. Just two games nobody wants to watch in it, really. <laughs> to be honest with ourselves, nobody <laughs> wants to watch these two games. Uh, are you a bit. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm going to tomorrow. Uh, it'll be all right. I think he'll 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 play a few of the. Well, I'll say, rotate. He'll probably make what eight, nine changes, really. I don't think he will. No point. He would want Maybe. to, wouldn't he? Though, with, with three league games in in a week coming up, he would want to be heavily rotating where he can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what Elliot Gakpo Diaz from three probably. Joke. Um, I'd be. I'd be. I'd be. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be I mean, he doesn't. I don't think he's starting. I don't think he's that high up yet in the. Uh, I mean, and Diaz and Gakpo probably need a start, don't they? So, uh, I don't know if Diaz does, but uh, I'd I'd be I'd throw Gakpo in there as a senior man, and I'd like and to see Gakpo on the left. Never going to happen. Well, who's going to play striker? Um, did you think about that one? Did you, Dave? There, I didn't Fucking actually. Get Kanate <laughs> up there. That'd be unreal. Yeah, massive up with them runs. Just do it further forward. You know them runs you do. Just do it higher up. Yeah, fucking massive false now. He'd be um, so good at it as well. Yeah, no, I actually didn't think of that. So yeah, I guess it's Gakpo down the middle. But <laughs> yeah, you have, you have to just give you that kind of flexibility, don't you? But yeah, you just cannot rely on them. In you don't want to use don't want to use Nunes again, do you? Probably in this one. So no, not with his history of not with his history of maybe maybe you will play him. I don't know. You never know, do you with him? 
He's been very funny in the Europa this season, so I could see that argument for it. Grabbing virtual yeah. start, end all start. Um, who else do we have in midfield? Oh, we get to watch it end though. Hot potato ball. Oh, yeah. Well, hang on. Who will start then? Because Elliot, you might have to start Salah because. Please, not. Midfield. <laughs> if he can start play Elliot, mid- Yeah, well, yeah, we could, but. I don't think he will. Maybe he does start. I don't know. I'm lost now. Yeah, I know I'll be human at least one fucking call anyway. So I'm just like... Yeah, I'm you are now. every single, every uh, single Europa match today. Sack the manager. <laughs> well, I don't understand why you are. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why doesn't it you make have, sense though? You have to start someone. Yeah, so start the lads who aren't going to be starting in, in fucking less than three days' time. We need to finish top of the group. Yeah, we only have to win to, this one game. Do you want to play Newcastle home and away? Oh, no, you can't play Newcastle. Who can we play? I don't know. Sevilla? Oh, uh, We're not going to play Sevilla. It's probably Lens who are currently getting beat 5 0 by Arsenal. Someone. You don't want to play them, do you? Home and away in the round of 32. Yeah, top of the group. It's, it's almost like we can beat fucking Laxa or whatever they're called. I, we I can beat. That. I looked at my phone and Ben Dunk started against Toulouse and we got beat. So I was just looking. And we've got to beat. So maybe let's not take these things for granted, Shane. Let's just kind of... Next game's the most important game. I've never watched a manager interview before. This is, this is, this is Salah's speech to Klopp on why he should start. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is how Salah gets him sold on getting started because he's a fucking sick freak who needs, who needs to score. You know. He needs to stop patching. He's got to get them European records. <laughs> No, nah, he, he he's going for the all-time record now, isn't he, for the club? That's what he's going in these days. He didn't start Salah against Toulouse, did he? I know he brought him on at half-time, but that's kind of his own thing. So He could take him off after 45. Will that be happy? Shane, are you happy with that? No. No, okay, sorry. Um, so, yeah. I don't really know what you want us to do here, Shane. Right, let's. How about we just say who we want to play against Fulham and work backwards? Or do you go like unchanged? Apart I probably from the just go as strong as ever, wouldn't you? Against... Put Diaz in, don't you, for Jota, really? And, and do the same? I'd maybe have Gravenberch in, depending on where Jones is. Maybe give Jones this one, Gravenberch the other. I don't know. I think I would prefer to give. I think. Yeah, I, I, I think we need to be a lot more risk averse. As much as you think it's a nonsense, um, with Allison out the side. Oh my god! No, I... <laughs> you're going to be like that in the main stand every time Kelly gets. You're going to be one of them. But like, oh, get rid of it! I actually think that is the one thing he's good at is with the ball. He is good with the ball. <laughs> don't let so... anyone shoot ever. Don't let Williams shoot. Yeah, don't. Nah, we'll follow my crap. Have you seen the team Fulham have? Willian is the star man. You know Willian, that player who played for Chelsea ten years ago. He wasn't that good then. That oh, man. God, he's he's gonna he's gonna fucking leg trend around, isn't he? The old piece. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna imagine imagine Willian fucking bursting against McAllister and trend out. You said that. <laughs> oh, Harry Wilson will love a shot, won't he? From um, oh, yeah, oh yeah, we're no. fucked. <laughs> Andreas Pereira. They did all they have is shooters. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking ourselves into getting beat here. Oh, Fulham with like three goals off of 0.1 XG. Oh, fucking hell. 
Well, yeah, we, 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 we should be blowing them away, shouldn't we? They are yeah. really bad for them. I, I, the, I, I don't really yeah. read about teams in the league. Are we on TV on Wednesday, by the way? No. When, oh, wait, Wednesday. We are Amazon Prime Week. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay, so everyone's on. Yeah, I think so. All right, okay. No, I'm fine with that. Why do you not want the whole world watching us? No, well, us under the lights at a fucking we'll promoted side. We'll be under the lights. We're on TV now, every game. Every game now. Oh, except, except this Sunday. Except this Sunday, yeah, but after that. <clears throat> we have the half 12 against Palace coming up as well. So. In fairness, we legitimately haven't played well on, on TV this season. So, like, I can see why a lot of people think, like, Sopasla is being getting overrated and stuff like that. Because, we play like, every Sunday at 2 o'clock. I mean, there's no at 2 p.m. on television on a Sunday is the new Haaland 3 p.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, at, at home to a promoted team. <laughs> it's just like, wow, well, this guy's... Reinventing the game. That's been that. These have been our best performances of the season, haven't they? These two PM uh, Sunday games. Have, it's been been insane. Yeah. Well, what it's been like West Ham, Villa, and Villa. Brentford. Brentford Forest. Yeah, we've just been eating them up, haven't we? So three nil, three nil Liverpool. That should be be what this is. If it follows the trend, extrapolate them results. Three nil Liverpool. So is that is that what you're going for? Is your prediction? Yes. Okay, who's your goal scorer? Uh, do I have to predict the other game as well? I don't even um, Is it Union or Lask? It's Lask. Lask. Uh, we'll probably beat them 1 0. Goal scorer? Gagpo. Gagpo for that one, and um, Salah for the other one for Fulham. Penalty. Okay, um, Shane, who's yours? Um, for the Europa nonsense, um, I'll say that's an Elliot first goal scorer, and we win. Are we home or away? It must be away. No, home. Oh. Uh, Elliot 3 1, and then, um, put on. 3-0 and uh, Nunez. Nice. Okay, I think I'll go Alask uh, 2-0 and I'll go with Diaz and I'll go with Fulham 3-1 and a little big on Keller of the no clean sheet, you know what I mean? But let him have it, Dave. You'll keep clean sheet against Fulham. <laughs> and I'll go with Nunez against Fulham as well. Um, right, okay. So we'll wrap this one up. Um, hopefully, we should be back earlier in the week next. After week. we play on Wednesday, don't we? Oh yeah, we play on Wednesday. So yeah, hopefully <laughs> we'll be back earlier in the week next week. Do you know what um, I can't wait for? What? If we if we can win those three league games, you you know what time it is. No, no, let me, hang on, <laughs> come on, let's just be serious now. We beat those, win those free league games. We should win those free league games. If we're playing, we still won the Sheffield United and Palace. If, if, if we get, I actually went through this in my head the other day because I knew this chat was going to happen. 
Without the league title. <clears throat> so we've got after that, we've got United at home, Arsenal Easy. Home, Burnley away, Easy. Easy. and Newcastle at home. That's your next oh, four. So you... it's, it's so on. It's so on. No, no, come on. So we've got to win these three. If we don't win these three, I'm not even doing the pod. Never mind. I'm not the title. Just retiring. Arsenal, right, next three weeks. Yeah, I say this all because Arsenal next three weeks, like, Wolves at home, you know, not not the easiest game. When? When? They've got, uh, no, they've got no field balls. They're all suspended. They're away to Luton, we know, not the when, easiest game, although I think it'll suit Arsenal. Way. And they've got Villa away. Probably so, win that. So that's, that's Arsenal's three. And then City's three games are Spurs at home, uh, Villa away, and uh, Luton away. So weirdly, they've they've kind of got the same games. But uh, why, why are we focusing on the next three specifically, though? Because we still have to play four more in December. After that, it's just because that's a little mini run. And I'm just saying, like how that can set us what up do nicely. You think if we win against Sheffield United, Palace, and Fulham, it's on. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Well, because like if if we do that, uh, hang on, <laughs> this, is, this is like live on air number crunching here. Uh, if we win those, we'll have uh, thirty-seven points from sixteen games. I think we need to win six of the next seven for it to be on. No less. Well, yeah, because well, and one of them has to be the Arsenal one, or I suppose you could draw the Arsenal one, but then you have to win the others. I, I think if you if you win if you don't win six the next seven, then it's no chance. You, you got to do that, and you surely United home, Arsenal at home. Newcastle sure, Blade, home. Blade, you might as well just say, "Oh, we need to win twenty no, three of the next twenty six, yeah. or it's not on." <laughs> no, no, but you seriously, United at home, you've got to win that one, aren't you? If you're not in the league, United at home. Yeah, and we should. Yeah. So then, and then Newcastle at home. I think, I think City and City have won that one, haven't they already? And Arsenal beat Newcastle at home, probably. But Arsenal lost away to them, and we won. So it doesn't matter. We've got to beat Newcastle at home. The, the tough run is yet to come. These three games, just worry about these because if we don't win these, Shane, then you're banned. Okay. Talk about the title. Okay. Well, but that's our December anyway, and then we've got. I know. I know we're going to like preview them if we record any more episodes. In the coming month, but um, I'm just saying, like, no, I'm just if we do win six out of seven of them, I will get a t shirt with it's on printed on, and I'll wear it until every game until the season ends. But until then, hell, remember that, all right. Until then, I'm not, I'm not even getting involved. I uh, try, no blame. You barely want to watch the fucking games you're going to. I assume you're going to be gambling like a madman <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, well, go on Dave I'll let you, I'll let you actually wrap it up this time before I enjoy playing mad no worries on that note um, yeah we'll be back next week hopefully with two clean sheets under Quivine Callahan's cap and um, oh. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll press Blaine a bit more about it being on next week um, so yeah see you then good luck <laughs>